what did I do? What did our mm-hmm. team do? All we have helped them do was make more money. Is mm-hmm. that a good thing? Well, that's not a bad thing. But there's all those other elements of wealth yeah. that we didn't help them. Welcome to BAM Perspectives, a conversation about different business as mission perspectives to help build and challenge yours. As BAM Canada, we believe in kingdom impact through profitable and sustainable business using a quadruple bottom line approach. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Over to our host, BAM Canada co-founder, Carrie Ann Ballantyne. Today we have the privilege of speaking with Tim Jenkins, representing Trinity Family Wealth Advisors. So welcome, Tim. We're so glad to have you join us today. Thank you. It's it's great to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to dig in and to have uh, everyone in the BAM Canada Network hear more about who you guys are and what you're up to. So do you want to kick us off and just share a bit about the vision, who you guys are, and all that you're about? Yeah, certainly. So um, we are a holistic planning firm. Um, and what that means is there's five areas that we deal with. And what we've found, I guess, I, I guess our, our, if we shorten it right up, our, our mission is really to help rich families become wealthy. Mm-hmm. And people go, uh, <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> well, there's a difference in our mind between financial affluence mm-hmm. and wealth. Um, mm-hmm. And we find that when clients are asked to define wealth, uh, they do a really good job of it. Um, but mm-hmm. rarely does money come in the first two or three parts of how they define wealth. And wow. yet for mm-hmm. most investment firms or most advisory firms in our industry, it's only about money. And so the five areas that we deal with are uh, investment management, obviously. Uh, I shouldn't say obviously. We, we deal with investment management. We do a great job there and we do some u- unique things. We really focused on investments that don't move with or like the stock market. So when there's mm-hmm. a lot of volatility in the markets, our, our, our pools are not doing that. Now we, we have money in the markets. Um, that's an option for clients, but uh, and, and they can participate in them. But for those mm-hmm. that say, been there, done that, don't want to do that again, we've got some mm-hmm. off, awesome solutions. Another and that's really area attractive we... right now, I'm sure. With the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. right now, the, we're, we're very busy right now with people just, they just had enough um, mm-hmm. and they want to be in a different different place. So uh, that, so investment management, another area we deal with is estate and financial planning, helping people answer the question, how much is enough? Um, they, most people just don't know. Um, mm. and, and yet that's a really important answer because as soon as you answer um, how much is enough, what's our finish line? That doesn't mean you may stop accumulating. You might, that might be the response to it, but you could still accumulate. It just tells you, well, we don't need these assets for our use. So if God's blessed us with them and we have the capacity to generate more and we want to, well, then that begs the question, okay, what are we going to do with it? Um, And so that leads to some really neat questions. But but also in the estate and financial planning, what we're trying to do there is show people what the the liability they have in their state. In our our client base, we only deal with high net worth clients. So you can imagine the state bill or the tax bill on a a significant estate is, is often millions of dollars. People don't know that. If there's an accident, they're both gone. Um, CRA is going to get a lot of money. Um, so we just say, well, if that's not your preference in terms of where a big chunk of your money goes, we can do some awesome planning and you can determine how much they get, uh, if any. And uh, and often the solution around that or one of the solutions um, is, is to be generous. Um, so uh, state and financial planning is something we do. We do business succession work, helping uh, business owners determine 
is the next generation interested and capable and wanting uh, yeah. to buy the business from the first generation or not? And if not, then how do we how do we sell our business? But but often looking at transition. Um, and when we look at transition, there's two key elements. There's the technical, which a lot of people think about, like, how do we do this? So we need a lawyer. Uh, there might be some tax. Often there's a lot of tax. And so uh, how do we need an accounting team? And how do we do that? Um, and so certainly we, we walk them through a process to do that. It's a lot more complicated than most people think. Most people think, well, you know, Junior's here for uh, Easter dinner. We'll, after dinner, we'll just go into the study and we'll, you know, figure things out and talk to the lawyers mm-hmm. the next week. Well, uh, that's not going to probably give the solution it could. So the technical is one part, and certainly right. we address that. What we find is the relational part um, is, is as important, sometimes more important. And so you have to deal with both. And we have a team um, that's able to deal with, uh, with both the technical and the relational aspects of transition. A couple other areas we deal with would be um, what we call um, uh, family legacy and philanthropic planning. So okay. often clients, when they, when they look at, yeah, we're going to have a lot of money that we don't need and we want to be generous. And by being generous, it reduces our tax a lot. Then now it becomes, well, we've never given at this level. We should really take the time to understand what the biblical principles are and really search out where's God calling us? What's what, you know, what passions has he placed in us to yeah. then follow in terms of our giving? Um, and, and is that something that would involve future generations, our kids, our grandkids, how can we pass our generosity onto our family through this process? It's a really, really wealthy process. So, so that's, we get, we, we get really excited about that. And the last we call uh, wisdom for life. So, so that, that, that hard driving a type personality um, that's built the business and they sell it to family or they sell it to a third party uh, and they may find themselves, uh, I'm somewhere I've never been before yeah. and I don't really <laughs> like it. I'm, I'm tired of golfing. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I can only deal with Florida so long or the cottage yeah. so long. And we say, hey, this isn't the end. This is the next chapter. And God That's knows awesome. exactly where you are. Um, and, and, and he's given you passions. And so this can be the, the best stage of life because you got margin in every area you just need some clarity as to what your calling is now and we come alongside and can guide there so so um those are the areas we deal with carrie ann and and we deal with it um, holistically we find every part of life is integrated and so Mm -hmm. we have to be looking at other areas when we're dealing with one area so that's what we do and how we do it no, that's awesome. And uh, I think you, you mentioned there a few different times business. How? What percentage would you say of your clients have businesses? Would it be like 99% of them? It, it's, it... Uh, it wouldn't be that high, but predomin- a, a large part um, have, okay. have created their wealth by having a business um, or, and or selling a business. So we deal with a lot of business owners. And, and I really come from a business owning background in terms of that's how I, uh, that's how we run our business as a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we relate really well. We understand the challenges, the dynamics, all of that. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. So business, business person dealing with the business person. Yeah, no, I love that. Would you be able to share maybe a story that comes to mind where you're like, oh, this is our like guiding star of how we want people to experience this? Or what would be an impact story that you guys have? Yeah, I'll actually have a couple. Hopefully we have time for two, but we'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a couple. The first one will be a little longer. It's a little more integrated, but uh, it comes on the um, 
on the business succession work and uh, something we're, or one, one case that we're just winding up. Uh, we work across the country. So this particular family is on one, one end of the country. At, at first, it was like, is there going to be a next generation? There was other people, other family members in the business, but is that what they want uh, or not? Is this passion there? Is the skill set there? And um, uh, two existing partners, one wanted out now, one was going to be probably another decade before they were out. They were used to doing everything together. So is that the, the one that's left behind is like, it seemed like yeah. such a weight to carry the load of two, right? Yeah. Um, and, and how would that one partner exit um, and, and find that next stage that wisdom for life that you taught that I, I mentioned earlier um, and um, uh, how to uh, really work with the uh, better understanding the family members um, better understanding the uh, the management team uh, in terms of their personalities how they work um, and enhancing the relationships was really important through this regardless of the outcome they wanted to maintain and enhance the relationships and so our team was involved there um, uh, this was a family or this is a family is very generous. They, they understand their role as stewards. They hold the business very, very loosely, um, have been contributing from the profits of the business to some really great causes. They wanted to do that. And what we helped them uh, appreciate was there was a lot of value in the business. And as that one partner uh, exited the business for them to, to recognize it was important for their family, for them to take their wealth with them, but also to journey with our Heavenly Father in terms of, well, we have more than we need. It's very obvious. So how does that look and how does that work? And for them to begin to think, all we're doing is we're taking a kingdom asset that's in the business and it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's kind of locked up. We're unlocking it. We're moving it into our personal hands in a really tax efficient way. And then we're determining where to put that into the kingdom, whether it's family or our own needs or, or, or third party ministries and, and, and other neat work. So it, it dealt with a number of aspects there. And what was really interesting, the impact that we made here was um, through proper planning, godly counsel, um, the, the leading of the Holy Spirit, um, we took $3.1 million of tax off their plate. So okay. that came out of CRA's hands. And that was that family now gets to determine what ministries that's going to go to. Pretty big impact. Mm. As I mentioned, they were already generous um, and, and they had way more than they needed. So through the process, they said, there's about another $12 million. Um, that wow. we actually want to invest. Now it's going to probably take 30 years for them to put that into into the kingdom, um, mm. and, uh, and and they're still looking after their family really really well. So um, just a number of areas that that were being addressed. So that's one story that has big impact. Another one really quickly is um, just on the investment side. So what we're bringing there is perspective. We bring biblical counsel. To people and why that's important is often their advice is not biblically centric and so um, uh, often an investment advisor doesn't want to encourage generosity uh, because that reduces the account and often investment advisors are paid on the amount they manage <laughs> um, so we come yeah, alongside <laughs> yeah so we come alongside and say 
is your heart for generosity? What would that look like? What are your tax liabilities? And really be able to bring the same worldview that they have. And the other side of it is secular advice often is all about reducing tax and giving as much to the family members as absolutely possible. And we say, well, it's important to bless your family and have the, uh, our clients determine what blessing means. Mm-hmm. But we also want them to recognize that the more we give our family, the better to a point. There's a tipping point. And yeah. that tipping point can now become that blessing turns into a curse because we've robbed mm-hmm. them of a work ethic or we've given a daughter um, so much that you know, if the marriage starts to struggle, she goes, I don't need a husband. I got all this money. So there's all these different implications that we want our clients to recognize Mm -hmm. and just say, what, you know, what are you called to do in terms of being a steward? So we we bring the perspective, we bring the objectivity in that we're not tied to um, a a dealer or a bank that says, this is the stuff you should be selling. And we're going to skew your income in such a way that it's in, it's, it's in your best interest to, to bring that, be be bringing that to the, uh, to your clients. And then we're holistic. And so what we're able to do there, as I mentioned earlier, money decisions are integrated with other parts of life and just be able to bring the planning there. Just dealing with a client uh, and several clients like this now where there's a lot of money in cash because in the last few years, it was like, I don't have a good option as to where to put this. So let's just put it in cash. And, and, and they recognize it's not making anything. Now it's making more than it was a year ago, but it's, it's not making anything. And then their existing investments um, have not done well at all. And they're going, oh, over the long term, we just haven't made money. And so there was a lack of clarity there and money wasn't working well. And we were able to come alongside them and, and just do the planning work, but also show them there's opportunities for that type of client to invest where um, they're not moving with the markets. They're not um, having the volatility. And so they're able to reposition their cash get it growing, take the other assets that they have, get it in places that they're comfortable with and achieve their longer term goals in that regard. So yeah, just uh, another story of being able to make a really big impact for people. And and then, you know, just with in that, that latter example, um, one of the things that we do is we show clients what we call an abundant living plan. So we'll do their first financial plan that just basically says, hey, moving forward, this is what life looks like, and you're able to achieve your goals. Then what we do is we say, you have a lot more, your your money is going to grow, your net worth is going to grow a lot. What if instead of having a lot of money at the end of life and having a lawyer and family members give it away, what if we change that curve? Now, the client gets to determine what that curve looks like. But by changing it, what we're saying is, what if you were to give more away each year? Where would you be? Um, and so what that does is it reduces their taxes because they're giving money, uh, they're, they're reducing their taxes because of their gift. Um, they're investing that money today into the kingdom instead of way down the road. They get the joy from that. They get to make sure it's managed well. They get to make those decisions. Um, mm-hmm. Every way around, there's a big win. So when we show them that abundant living plan, it really allows them to live abundantly. And, uh, you know, that first cl- the first client story I mentioned, um, they were able to give away an extra $300,000 a year. Can you wow. imagine what that does to their mm, community so and their network? <laughs> it's, it's massive. Yeah. yeah. So a uh, wonderful opportunity. So there's mm. a couple stories of impact. Yeah. And I love the intention that you have in a lot of the questions you've put in there of when you're working with someone of what is enough. 
um, and defining that together. I think that's really, um, really valuable and really beautiful. And even that can be extracted for any business owner, any individual even of what does that look like for yourself? What does enough look like? Because you can so easily have lifestyle creep, whether that's in your personal life or your business, even going through that process. So it's like, what is the goal? <laughs> and defining that so then you can actually work towards that um, really, really effectively. Mm -hmm. Totally. And, and I like to encourage people to do it on two levels. One is end of life. So from mm -hmm. here on out, you know, what does that look like? Where's our finish line? Where do we have enough to fund the rest of our future the way we feel called to live? Um, so that's one. Another one is on an annual basis, that mm -hmm. annual income. What, what's our cap there? What's the appropriate um, uh, amount come in that we would control where it goes to fund our future and to do other things? Um, and it just helps us to think, hey, if I'm above that, why? <laughs> why has God blessed us this year? And there's often yeah. a lot of different, a lot of different reasons. And, and to me, it's not one answer. And every year it's the same. It's no, we need to be asking him. Mm -hmm. Those are his resources. He's sharing them with us. What does he want for us? Yeah. Um, or what's the purpose of that? So mm, I love that question. And also, Tim, it sounds just from you sharing these stories and from other conversations you've had to um, just you're really passionate about all that you're doing in this space. So I'd love to hear what drew you to start this business or a little bit maybe more about um, what fuels you as you uh, are doing this work. Yeah, totally. Obviously, I, I love what we do. I love what our team does. I love the impact I, you know, to tell stories like what we do is like, who gets to do this? Yeah. <laughs> we get to do it. It's our calling and everybody has a calling, right? Mm -hmm. So, so we all get to find that passionate place and God's just blessed us with the opportunity to serve in this market in a really, really neat way. And how did I get started? So basically, I always wanted to be a business owner, came from business owners. My grandfather was just a great business owner. Our website, I talk, I talk about him. Um, mm. on our video, our introductory video, very impactful in my life. He's been gone for a lot of years. I, I forget how many years now. I, I figured it out about a few months ago and I wrote down, it's like, wow. And he still impacts me in wow. terms of how he ran the business, um, how he lived, um, what he believed and the value city. Yeah. Um, and, and my kids who never saw him, um, never met him. He was gone long before they were ever around. They share his values. Well, yeah. that's about legacy. That's what we get to, that, that's what we teach. And that's what we help our clients do to influence generations beyond us that we will never yeah. see. Um, so, so how did I get started? Ended up in the investment industry. And I had this big fear that I'd be sitting at, at a client's funeral. Um, and what we would have done was we helped them accumulate um, financial resources and we helped them increase that significantly. But I'm sitting at this funeral. They're in their 60s. So they died premature, we would say, um, had, had done really well financially because we helped them in that area. And they obviously did some good things themselves as well. Um, but but they, they didn't have a marriage anymore. They didn't have good, uh, good uh, relationships with their kids. Um, and they obviously didn't have health, good health because they died early. I'm going, what did I do? What did our mm. team do? All we helped them do was make more money. Is mm. that a good thing? Well, that's not a bad thing. But there's all those other elements of wealth yeah. that we didn't help them. So it's like, mm. okay, I define wealth different than just a bunch of money. Um, yeah. and, and I don't want to pay a wicked price to have uh, in other areas that are more valuable to me. Why mm -hmm. sacrifice those areas just for money that, that doesn't last. 
And so that's really what started me on this whole um, approach that um, wealth is more than money. We talk about probably about five different currencies that that would encompass somebody's wealth. And that I would want our team to help people accumulate um, a lot of resources in each category um, and be what we call truly wealthy. Uh, according to their definition. So that's that's what led us on here. And and then obviously in our space, in the high net worth space, you just need a team that's very, very skilled at what they do. And so each person on our team has a particular silo, an area that they're an expert in. Um, and my expertise is I'm not an expert at anything. <laughs> I just know a little bit about a lot. <laughs> I know who to pull in when whether it's in the client's uh, existing accounting uh, team, legal team, um, other other members of their team, uh, alongside our team and relational mm-hmm. experts and stuff like that. And, and, and obviously, I've been doing this a long time, so I, I, I have some experience, but, yeah. um, but, but that's, um, I'm more of a generalist. So that's what... Um, that's how I got to, to this point and why mm-hmm. we formed the firm and why that we have the values and the pursuits that we do. Yeah, no, I love that. And I love a good, I guess, starting story of your passion and where that comes from, because then it keeps you, uh, I guess, mission true as you continue to grow. So we're excited for all that God has for you guys, as well as you continue to lean into that. One of the phrases that we actually used him in um, a lot of conversations um, in the network, people will uh, be familiar with this, we use the language one give one ask. Um, And what that is, is, hey, this is one thing that I have to offer. This is my one gift to the community, to kingdom, to this is the one thing I have to give. And then what is your one ask of others? I would ask you um, of our community, what is your one give? Um, And then what's your one ask um, of the community as we continue to grow together? Yeah, so the give, I think we've got exceptional blogs on our website, which is trinityfamilywealth.ca. When we write those blogs, what we want to do is write something that uh, the reader's not going to get somewhere else. So you won't find like the latest stock, the latest bond. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, you know, how to, how, to, um, how to encourage generosity in your grandkids. Um, or we're going to talk about awesome. uh, why, yeah, why your spouse is such an important part of your planning um, and, and things like that. And so, so there's a lot of blogs there. And so I think people can search them find that they're very well written. They're like less than a five minute read, lots of really important topics there. And, and also we have a resource uh, section where books that we found very helpful. Um, nice. Whether it's um, how to um, just different business type topics that we've walk, worked through, that we've used, uh, that we've recommended to clients, or it could be uh, in terms of generosity or bringing your faith into the, the business, number of different resources there. So if they're on our website, um, we just didn't pick them off somewhere. We've read them. They are very good. And there's a lot of gold in those resources. Mm. So so that would be our, our give. Um, and um, in terms of our, our ask, I would say, um, if somebody is either uh, high net worth themselves or they know somebody is and, and they know often um, the gentleman of that couple is um, is concerned that, God forbid, something happened to them. Things just aren't in order. Um, you know, he'd be leaving a mess and he doesn't want that. Or maybe they've always done all the financial stuff and their spouse just isn't that 
interested or attuned, mm -hmm. we say their interest level may not change, but that's really important for your mm -hmm. spouse to be involved. Yeah. Um, typically, we, we, we guys are the ones that go early. And, <laughs> and so we need to prepare our spouses to, mm -hmm. to be able to make um, wise decisions. Um, or if somebody um, is just tired of the volatility of the market, or they go, yeah, we really don't know if we've crossed our finish line, or we, we want to be more generous, but we don't know if we can be. And one of the things that we help people with is actually identify the fact that, well, where's your finish line? And then how do you want to help your kids and not, and not, not hurt them? Well, then what's left? And what's mm -hmm. left tends to be, hey, we get to be generous with this. It frees mm -hmm. up a lot of money. So, so whether a listener is in that position or they know somebody who is, I just say, you know what, have them check out our website. Be happy to have a conversation with them and just see if maybe we either can help them or, well, we can certainly help them with a discussion and maybe it leads to more. But we'd be happy to be a resource for somebody that, that has those kinds of uh, challenges or issues okay. that they want to address. Yeah, for sure. So there we go. One give, one ask. That's uh, for anyone in the community. Um, if you have that to offer connections that you have, um, it's a great way to be able to build kingdom as we do it together. Um, if you're part of the Band Canada Network, um, or if you've been listening to um, Who We Are, collaboration is at the heart of who we are. Um, so I love that we get to uh, work together on this. So my last question for you, Tim, we at BAM Canada love to be able to encourage business owners, um, encourage entrepreneurs, encourage those that are building kingdoms through all that they're doing, but especially through their business and all that they do in that. What is one uh, encouragement that you would give to business leaders and business owners that are listening to this conversation today, asking about what does it look like to be missional in my business? Yeah, I think to be called to business is the greatest calling every, any person of faith can have. Jesus called his disciples and he called them all from the marketplace. Just about every parable Jesus gives is in the marketplace. And so mm -hmm. um, I just think um, the impact that we can have Monday through whenever your weekends and from the start of your day, as you mentioned, to whatever, it yeah. is, <laughs> our impact is massive. Now, I have nothing against the church, but but I just believe it's just the the impact we can have is is so much more. And, mm. and we can have it through how we serve our clients, how we how we interact with our suppliers, um, our staff. We all have large networks um, and, and, and just to to be asking God, our Heavenly Father, what do you have for us? So one of his promises is, I will show you great and marvelous things that you do not know. Um, and we use that in our business all the time. Help! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, do we, how do we help this client solve this? Or how do we yeah. market that? Or, or what? And God shows us. He wants mm. to show us that. So we get to bring god-given creativity to the marketplace yeah. it's awesome mm. and we get to stand out in terms of how we care and serve for people and and just do it in such a way people go wow that's amazing you guys are awesome um so i just really encourage business people um to recognize your calling recognizing it so high um yeah. and and god's given you uh, us all a calling he's given us all a passion that came from him so let's let's just uh, uh just just Seek it out um, without any reserve and just go for it. Um, mm -hmm. The impact we can have is, is, is absolutely huge.
Yeah, yeah. No, definitely agree. Um, thank you for that encouragement to everybody. So you all heard it. Let's go. God's got big things. Um, but thank you so much, Tim, for sharing your business, um, all the things that you get to put your hands to um, in your week to week. And we're really thankful for uh, your partnership at Band Canada. Yeah, thankful for what that looks like now. And as we continue to grow, um, to see all that God has in store for both of our teams, we're excited to see what that'll look like. So thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah, it's great to be able to partner with you guys. Appreciate what you guys are doing and uh, your focus on business. Want to learn more about Canadian Businesses Mission? Check out our website at www.businessesmission.ca for free missional resources, our newsletter, and to join our virtual business community, the BAM Canada Network. We're here to gather and help you grow in your redemptive purpose. So why not check out our community? Your first month is on us.